Imagine a podcast hosted by two guys whose genius simply couldn't be contained within the cages of their minds. Two intellectual heavy hogs, one podcast, no rules, two hosts. They're the heavy hogs. Welcome to Experts International. Thinking, take one. And action. The, the curtain opens. Man, a man walks into the room. There's a, there's a single chair in the middle of the room. A beam of light shines down from above. He sits down. Goliath, why are you here? <laughs> That's and off, off stage. In uh, scene. <laughs> Isn't that really the? Isn't that? Doesn't that really get to the core of it, though? I think it does. I, really, I think everyone immediately knows what we're talking about. Immediately know what we're talking about. <laughs> I love that his name is Goliath. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of naming my name. first my firstborn Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a firstborn son, his name will be Goliath. Goliath Dowdy. Goliath Bohemian Pierpoint. <laughs> He's going to be strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't name him after that Goliath. Oh, no, that was bad. Th- what are you thinking? <laughs> I just found this name in a book. Yeah. <laughs> are there any other? I don't think I have any other association with the name Goliath. No. <laughs> it's like this is a like insanely tall brute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I can't even imagine Goliath, a person named if Goliath. If I ever write a a TV show that's a comedy. There's got to be a character named Goliath. <laughs> yeah, that that is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us what the kind of this play you're working on is about. Yeah, so the play is basically about this like regular height guy named Goliath <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> who walks into this uh, empty room, uh, uh, sort of apropos of nothing, and sits down in this chair. Um, and suddenly, uh, he hears this thought in his seemingly from nowhere, um, mm. <clears throat> that says, Goliath, why are you here? Is that, was that the only thing? That you yeah. Said? Okay. Um, and he's like, whoa, okay. He doesn't say that, but you sort of see that <clears throat> across yeah, his face. He really like face, face big eyes on yeah, stage. Yeah, really big eyes on stage. Goliath size eyes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then the curtains close and the play's over. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, but what that's, what that's getting at essentially is, um, the sort of need, I think that I can say confidently that you and I feel, um, to sort of just think about stuff, get our thinking caps on and sort of just run into these questions and be like, huh, hmm, Hmm. I wasn't expecting, I was just expecting to sit in my chair in a dark room with, with hundreds of people looking at me. I wasn't expecting to have to have this thought necessarily. Yeah, that's true. We're Mullers. We're Mullers. Yeah. Goliath Muller. <laughs> that's, that's his, his name. name. You know, here, <laughs> at no point is his last name referenced, but it's on not referenced. the sheet. Well, it's, it's part of his, like, it's part of his method acting, and it's part of how he gets into character. Yes. Because he sort of walks around set the whole day yeah. with full knowledge that his last name is Muller. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that clearly is going to influence his character, and I think retroactively, kind of provide something for for the audience once they see like the actor, and then 
playing mm-hmm. Goliath. Yeah, when they Mueller. look at their playbill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we yeah. have workshopped this off Broadway. Mm-hmm. And it has done really, really good in sort of rural Midwestern audiences. <laughs> yeah. It's done really good in environments um, where people have a short wait to get something. <laughs> yeah, we've mostly been performing this flash mob style for lines. <laughs> <laughs> for lines and cues. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we're thinkers, we're mullers. And that's what this play represents is he sits down in the chair and kind of intrusively there's this there's this thought Goliath why are you here and I mean maybe that's talking about like a thought maybe sometimes we have and other people maybe have why are we here which is kind of like the classic you know like freshman year freshman year philosophy yeah question yeah but it's like so obvious too right like the answer is so obvious yeah I feel like we don't even need to acknowledge (laughs) it because it's so obvious yeah. yeah um yeah, but I think that in the realm of that kind of vibe, there are p- plenty of questions beyond that that do seem to take up a lot of thought at space. Yeah, so I think like I think like you know, uh, this episode is sort of just about like thinking and like what, what's the point of that? Yeah, um, and I think <laughs> we can't avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. <clears throat> that um, what I want to say next is something along the lines of there's a part. So I don't know why people think about anything. I think, God damn it, uh, <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> maybe it, there's a part of me that's like, oh, it's probably like more enjoyable not to not right do that. Um, but uh, but for me there was the moment. So um, being, I'm literally trying so hard not to say I think in front of everyone. <laughs> and every single it's thing. Every single sentence. Yeah. Okay, so being um, raised Christian, I I believe. <laughs> okay, maybe this is a fun challenge re- for us. Do you, re- yeah. Does it just, do I just say that a lot or is that just like a common? No, I, I, <laughs> People definitely say that a lot. I believe as a way to not uh, be held accountable for what they're about to say. Mm. Like it's just kind yeah, of a fleeting like, thought. Yeah, it's not. And not wanting not to make fully, it definitive. I'm not fully committed to this statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, something yeah. that flickered through my mind in the night. Yeah. Oh, I think that uh, it, and when really yeah, it's what it was, they've been, been mulling over for like the mm-hmm. last two hours. Yeah. Goliath Muller. Goliath Muller. Keep um, your eye out. Being raised Christian, you're not really allowed a lot of room for questions, hmm. for all questions. There's a, there's a subset, there's a specific subset, I think, of questions that are cool. Um, but part of part of Christianity is just like, oh, you just believe you have faith. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry, that, I don't know. It's a great, it's a great religion. Um, So, but at some point during my Christianity journey, I feel like I became too curious to handle. Mm. (laughs) Um, And 
Um, and in a way, <clears throat> you became bi bull curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Cool. <laughs> I became bi bull curious. Whatever that's supposed to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was a stretch. <laughs> that's a stretch, but it's good. Um, um, in a way, I think that thinking was the and my enjoyment of it was sort of like a catalyst mm. or whether I liked it or not, or maybe it's not even something that I wanted to do, but it's something that just happened. And once I started pulling that little thread, yeah, um, you think of one thing and then it's like, Oh, but what about this thing? And then there's another question. Right. And then you're like, Oh, why didn't, why does nobody like talk about this stuff? Um, and so for me, I think part of why I like to think so much is because I, in, in that context found it sort of, like liberating and interesting. But Alexander, what do you think about this? About thinking and Christianity? I'm going to let you, okay. I'm going to let you decide what the, this in my sentence (laughs) referred to. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true. Why do you like, why, why is, why why is this podcast? Why, why do we, why do you, why do we, but more specifically, why do you enjoy yeah. I'm thinking about all of these these topics. I'm a think Like, thought. you don't have to. Uh, no, I do. I do. Oh. Uh, and, it, and it's, it. well, I meant kind of I do like it, but also I do have to. Mm. I feel like there's an element of uh, th- thought in general being thrust upon me mm-hmm. <laughs> involuntarily almost. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know how to not always think about everything in this way. Like I agree with you that it might, it seems easier and way nicer not to Mm -hmm. like, I think of this is not judgmental at all, especially because I'm literally saying, I think that it's nice and better, but I see kind of, you know, normies that go about their way, not super critically through life. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you they're, I actually don't think I'm super like fundamentally unhappy. Like I really like a lot of mm-hmm. aspects of my life, but there is just that kind of, they don't seem to have um, at least as openly as much of like an existential weight upon having to give such thought to so many moments throughout their life and maybe Mm -hmm. that's actually totally wrong and maybe it's like a narcissistic thing within me that i think that i am some thinker and that's like like what you like the victory that you get from being unhappy is feeling intellectually superior to people yeah that's probably definitely true (laughs) um in both ways probably true that i feign some sort of superiority from that yeah and there probably is an element of truth that there are plenty of people that don't think about any of this shit the same way that we might feel compelled to. Yeah. But I do think that it is, yeah, like you said, kind of the string that you kind of keep tugging and it kind of unravels a bunch of stuff. I feel like I was, I was, I actually was so desperately not wanting it to unravel. Like Mm. the more I, the, my intentionality of trying to think through so many of these critical questions especially within christianity was to like i think i can figure it out like i think i can figure out a way to make this make sense yeah 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 yeah. um 
and I think that that is, um, yeah, there's like that element of faith that kind of kicks in right when the answer isn't there. <laughs> um, and that's where, and that's where the faith kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you're like, Oh, I don't know about the Right. Which is kind of, con- yeah, that is kind of convenient. But I also do think that there is an element of like, um, I, I think that, uh, within kind of that context, faith kicks in at moments where, it doesn't have to. It operates as a way to kind of like cover over kind of glaring and obvious like epistemological and ontological. I can't believe I just threw those words out. But um, gaps in the framework. Mm-hmm. Whereas in normal life, I feel like there is a healthy and kind of beautiful way to have faith, not in the same magical sense, but like I also find it kind of insufferable to believe that you can actually know mm-hmm. it it all. Mm-hmm. Like, and that there is some sort of like, I don't know, just sort of the brute cold scientific objectivist materialist vibe that some people have mm-hmm. of like, there's nothing beyond the table I can feel. If I can't touch it and see it and understand it, that it's not real. And I actually think in a way, a lot of like the Hegelian stuff we talk about and like psychoanalysis, like I don't think it's the same as religion, particularly when it comes to like, I don't think it's as ideologically driven. I think it's kind of the opposite where it wants to expose ideology and stuff. But there is an element of thought that I think has carried over in the sense that I do like feeling like there is some un understandability mm. in existence, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where I was going with that based on your initial question, but you did leave it open to interpretation. I did absolutely leave it open to interpretation. I'm trying to think of what I was going to say based off of your initial response, but I feel like you as well left that open to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though. Like when, when in terms of what you kind of slipped in at some point, like thinking, what's the point of that? Yeah. Um, okay. I, that, that is no way. Sorry. You go, you go. Well, I was just going to say, I think that we're going to dive into maybe what the point is, but mm-hmm. I think that <laughs> even outside of the point thinking in this sense is maybe inherent to humanity's difference from the rest of nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And so regardless of the point, maybe there is no point. I don't think that there's no point, but Mm -hmm. even if there wasn't, the point might just be that it is our nature. It's something we do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what I was going to think based on what you thought earlier (laughs) was that it's hard to, um, it doesn't feel right to place a value judgment on how someone lives life based off of how like deep in the weeds they get either personally or not on, on like what's going on 
in the world because to me, like, isn't a lot of that circumstantial and like based on your background and the education you have access Maybe. I think if not everyone is as um, informed as I am and isn't on Twitter as much as I am, then they're probably really... uh, Pitiful creatures. Yeah, why would I even look at them? Yeah. Same. Um, No, I... Okay, I agree. Okay, and I agree with what you said, so that's why I said same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I think I, I would... I feel like it's... I feel like there's... Oh man, I mean like the point of life I seems like has to be so basic. It has to be something just like the point of life for a human is to be alive or something. Right. Because people are born into terrible chaotic scenarios. Yeah. And then they die. Right. Um and it seems like maybe like one argument is that some kind of like really internalized, uh, contemplative, uh, you know, a long hour spent reading every day, like that kind of lifestyle. There's some kind of like privilege associated with that Mm. because, um, I don't know, you have that time. You're like not, you have all of your needs met or something. You're not, uh, you have, yeah, you're, you're stress-free enough that you can just sort of like, sit down and just think about things. I feel sort of the same way about like going to therapy or something Mm. where it's great. I love it, but, um, it's not like a, you can't, it's, it would be tough to prescribe that as like a universal fix because so many people are not able, they're never going to be able to like do that. Um, having said that, having said all of that, it seems like other it seems like people have people come up with ideas mm-hmm. every once in a while which oftentimes oftentimes build upon ideas that have that you know previously pre, have been previously come up with by some other person yeah and in doing so, um, our sort of like vision, imagination, curiosity is expanded. Yeah. And things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thought, like literally sort of like global reality altering things. Right. And, and to your point about humans versus animals... First, sure. first of all, humans that's, would win. That's how I framed it. Humans versus humans animals. versus animals. Let that's me just, the title of our play, by the way. Let me, <laughs> let me just say right here: humans would win. Um, <laughs> if you imagine a world without humans, I don't know what would that be. Like it, like what's like. Um, impossible it's impossible (laughs) they couldn't do it without us they couldn't do it without us that's why we had to be invented by evolution we had to be invented by evolution because they needed our help because we were the ones who were going to tend to the garden that's true we were were the going to want the ones who are going to have dominion (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, um, no, I think I, but, I, I agree. Uh, but like what's, but isn't that okay. So, you know, so what I, what I think is like, okay, isn't that the fun of life is thinking like, isn't that the thing that we do that the other stuff doesn't do? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times, but I don't, but I think a lot of times maybe it doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel fun. And then I'm, but then a devil's advocate, I'm like, well, does everybody do that? Or are some people, like you were saying, some people are just more normies, but probably, probably there's probably something going on up there. Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do think. (laughs) So I've got a little, yeah, I think uh, it's a very elitist thing that like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, there definitely is. And I mean, I think that there is, I think that, okay, there's so, there's so much going on here. Like, one, yeah, you're you're right. There is that kind of element of like access to education, access to free time, to have your hobby be thinking, um, access to, I mean, like if you're impoverished and working two jobs as a single mom to like raise your three kids, then it's not probably super high on your priority list to be, you know, listening to new books and critical theory podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and so I think that there is an element of that, but I also think that there is an element of some people are just like, I don't give a fuck like, and respect like fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they lack some sort of inherent soul capacity to care about or have the potential to think about these kind of things. I also think that, I'm not even like, I feel like maybe we're kind of talking specifically around like intentionally thinking about kind of tangible and like academically defined issues and camps of thought and like Mm -hmm. takes on economics and existence that are sort of like you can learn about. Mm -hmm. And I think that is maybe a smaller uh, demographic of folks that mm-hmm. like engage in that properly formatted world that exists. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the majority, the vast majority of people think about similar things that we are just not with the specific kind of jargon and organized framework through which we're right. thinking about it. You know, like yeah. people have anxiety around their economic situation or people right. have anxiety or people go to, people know when they're, you know, going through something existential and maybe they don't know that there's a whole field of thought around that thing that they're experiencing, but yeah. they're still thinking through it. Like I just think of like anxiety. I mean, right. yeah. Or you think of, I mean, as we've talked about before on the pod, you think of, um, someone like Donald Trump and yeah, the sort of like lower working class anxiety of yeah. my, the jobs are disappearing. Like my, the wages have not gone up. Um, what could this be? Yeah. And then you sort of scan the available theories right. and thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Um, and if you are, you know, if your way of doing that is watching Fox news, right? Like if that's the only, if that's the option that you have, then you 
then you've got a thought leader on there, yeah. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> That's true. Who's going to propose the theory of why the world is the way it is. Yeah, yeah he so, is a I'm, so he is a thought leader. Um, a, 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 a beautiful and generous Christian man. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess like just to, I don't know if this agrees or disagrees with what we said, but yeah, you're every, we're all trying to, I, it seems, it would seem like dumb and wrong to say that people are not trying to figure out what's going on yeah. here and like why things are the way they are and why things happen the way that they happen. Yeah. Um, but there is, um, obviously the correct way of thinking, um, is available, you know, on this podcast. Right. And in a select few other establishments totally. and books. That's why we've made it so cheap to mm-hmm. listen to. And yeah. <laughs> and most people are stuck, um, with the riffraff on TV, mm-hmm. watching TV mm-hmm. and, um, you know, watching movie TikTok TikTok um but okay so but th- this is why i think mm-hmm. we need people to think i like it because okay so i so for y- you and myself yeah and a lot of people okay. now. We have... Now, since we've started this. You, mm-hmm. myself, and a lot of people now that this podcast exists. No, this podcast exists. Right. Um, know about <laughs> the beautiful play that we are creating. Yes. And we'll see it. Yeah. And that wouldn't have happened if we and hadn't thought it through. And that wouldn't have happened if we hadn't thought it through. <laughs> and thought about what the script would say. Yes. And written it down on paper. Um I derailed. Um, you. No, 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 you're good. I was, I was talking about Trump, and I was saying somebody basically had to like tell me Obama was not as cool as you thought he was. Yeah, and there could be an alternate explanation for why Trump gets elected beyond Russian collusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I'm not going to, I don't arrive there on my own. Yeah. I don't like, there has to be, somebody is doing some kind of thinking on their own or writing something down or writing an article <laughs> or talking to me. Yeah. Um, and well, yeah, it's like, did you know that there's another option of thought here? What? Yeah. That's the reaction. What? What? I think that it's not that we don't have, like, obviously we're not saying that people don't have the capacity, but sometimes you just literally don't know that there's, that there is a thought process that exists from a certain angle. Right. So something like, um, again, another example that we've said before, but you don't, what if on the news every day, um, they were telling you about the the Pentagon budget. Yeah, like every day, you, that was being brought up, and the news anchors were like, "Um, this is weird. 
Um, guys, guys um, do you, you might want to see this. Take a look at this number, guys. It's pretty big. Um, guys. <laughs> I would watch that news show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you could do that example with so many things. Yeah. Like, and this is this gets back to sort of like ideology, I guess. Mm-hmm. And our, we we sort of want to believe that uh, our country is a certain way and yeah. and people want to tell us that it's a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all of that to say, you know, there's got to be someone to do the work. Yeah. Right? Someone's got to do the work. We're talking about the thought leaders of, the, We're talking of about our the generation. Thought leaders. <clears throat> but Simon is, Sinek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that his name? Is that Simon Sinek. Yeah, is That's that definitely guy? someone. Okay. Yeah. Tim Simon Ferris. Sinek. Tim Ferris. Uh, Jack Shepard. <laughs> Jack Shepard is a thought leader for yeah. our generation. Um, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there definitely are people that think about things professionally. Mm-hmm. Generally, I think they're probably associated with research. Yeah. Academia. And academia. Yeah. Which I think that there is. There are two ends of the spectrum there. There are, there's sort of like academic fetishism and like credentialism where it's like, why would you assume anyone could say anything of value if they're not, if they don't have Mm -hmm. some sort of like, you know, institutionalized credential telling you that they can talk about that. And there's maybe problems with that um, angle. But then there's also this like inherent distrust of like, Okay, your your you your YouTube guy just doesn't know as well as someone who's dedicated the last few decades of their life to sure. to researching this. But I do think so I think what I would say the main things that drive people away from kind of the academic side of things would be um like uh impressions of of maybe elitism mm-hmm. maybe. Mhm. And maybe like a certain aspect of like an ivory tower, like a lot mm-hmm. of academic thought and work, particularly when it comes to like theory and philosophy might seem a little detached mm-hmm. from the the quote unquote normal people mm-hmm. that they're theorizing about. Right. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's exactly what we're saying. Like what's someone going to do? Read a read the like 30 various volumes of work that some no not thinker even I'm gonna has, do that yeah and the totally. problem too you're gonna that, watch the news i'm gonna watch the news and the problem too with that is like yeah uh, there's so much jargon that like if you're in that world makes sense to you because you know all the definition of all the terms yeah but if you're normie normal son yeah uh doesn't make any sense and this is not even an, just an academia thing you can like Christianity or something. Yeah. Every, like yeah. if you're in the system, all of these terms have like really precise definitions and the language makes a lot of sense. Totally. Um, if you're coming in from the outside, you're like, what the fuck? This is, that makes no sense at all. Yeah. Um, and just since I'm on this, like <clears throat> what is think, what does thought do? Like if you're a Christian you tend to like perceive and understand everything 
through that worldview. I can just speak for myself. Yeah. I tended to perceive and understand everything through that worldview. And that understanding and my perception influenced like the physical things that I did theory, with my life. Your theory influenced your praxis? My theory influenced my praxis. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Praxis of evil. <laughs> um that's a thing. I mean, that's even like. I feel like that is a thing that's even acknowledged within Christianity itself, though. Is if it's like, it, I I feel like I've heard talks given around like, listen, even if you don't get this, or even if you don't believe this, like act as if you do, and mm-hmm. then it will. I well, yeah, it's a weird like inverse relationship. Mm-hmm. Like your your pre existing belief system is going to influence how you live, and then the way that you live kind of provides. Confirmation mm, oh, bias for your, for your belief system. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's um, like a little circle situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, the, and and there's a certain kind of feedback loop of like, let's just say something like purity or something like that within Christianity, just because mm-hmm. that's an easy example. It's kind of like, well, one, you're probably not going to remain pure, quote unquote, unless you have that pre-existing belief that there's some that there's a good and and a holiness associated with it yeah. right yep but then also there are times inevitably as growing young young bucks and young lasses and young uh, people in general mm-hmm. where your uh, your kind of maybe beliefs around that aren't going to feel like they <laughs> matter as much and so then at that point the recommendation is regardless of whether or not you think this belief is good or true, live it out in practice. And then that will reconfirm its truth to you Mm -hmm. because of how you've lived. So there is, even if it's more secret and not as obvious as situations like that or within Christianity, I think that everyone that exists yeah, that's right. I just reco- I you? sort of just like recoiled from the <laughs> microphone when he said that exists because that covers pretty much every single person. That covers pretty, pretty much everyone that exists except for the beautiful children that are not yet conceived. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, um, I think that everyone has. Oh, and there are millions of them. They're all up there, they're right up above there, the just, atmosphere, just waiting. What do you think stars are? <laughs> Um, uh, but I think that everyone has, there's like a bank, there's like, you know, those tubes at the bank, <laughs> the like, that like ba- suck the, yeah, yeah, it's like that, but reverse and they send the star down <laughs> <laughs> and then the mom is just like, it's <laughs> pregnant really big, really fast. <laughs> Sorry. This is my last, this is my last interruption. You may continue. No, that's a good one. That was worth it. Um, Hopefully there's a lollipop in there like happens sometimes at the bank. Um, (laughs) uh, Everyone that exists has thoughts and beliefs that influence their actions, even if they're not like conscious thought. Like everyone makes decisions and lives practically based on how they think the world works. For sure. It's, I mean, that just is, is how it is. And so in the most, I mean, that's not very exciting maybe, but like in that pure sense, 
that is how that's how thought that's what thought does yeah so there can be there is a potential for like i think maybe this is would be one of our arguments is there is a potential for some kind of foundational change of what people do based on what they think is going on Mm -hmm. yeah totally thought influences behavior for sure yeah i mean let's try to think of some examples Uh, recycling. Yeah, recycling is a great example. Um, the the planet is burning, right? Um, the no one's doing no one's doing anything. Yeah. Um, but I have the power. I have the potential to be a part of the solution. Yep. I have the potential to be a good boy. Yep. Every single time. I put my Oatly carton Mm -hmm. in the light blue container instead of the dark blue container. This Mm. is specific to my house, but that's the way it is. They're Mm. both blue. Mm. I can give myself a little pat on the back and say, you're the best boy there is. You're helping to save the planet. Yeah. Because I think that recycling something actually matters. Totally. Totally. Does it? Yeah. Well, probably not. But the point still stands that the reason people used to not recycle is because that wasn't a thought process that they had to go through. Mm -hmm. And now that it is, that's why people do it. And now, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but uh, recycling essentially, as far as I know, is mostly a scam. Like the stuff does not actually get recycled. Yeah. Um, I'm not advocating, in in theory... Well, it's, it argues the same. It argues the same point. Like I would say, now the argument, the thought should be like, this little choice that I'm making with my cartons is not going to fix the problem, right? And if I think that it is, I'm like fooling myself. And if we as a society think that this is like the kinds of steps that we need to make, is like putting something into a different can, right. like a lighter blue can, yeah, then no, yeah, totally. That's like a that's like a thought process that maybe should be changed yeah totally and maybe if there's enough of a collective thought shift then that will lead to practical yeah if there's a if you watch the news every night and the guy's like recycling doesn't do anything (laughs) what this just in this just in recycling does nothing (laughs) if you see that every day this just in people who are recycle are morons because they could just put it in the other bin i'm goliath muller and (laughs) Uh, yeah, this just in smug, self-satisfied neighbor, uh, pelted with pine cones by other neighbors (laughs) after recycling something in a, which is ultimately completely meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're like, Oh, people are going to be pelting with pine cones. Like maybe I need to find another way to feel like I'm saving the planet. Maybe I could find a better way. Yeah. Maybe I need, people are going to be pelting me with pine cones. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll work for the downfall of mega global corporations. (laughs) That'll show them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely... I mean, stuff... Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let Let me see what I'm thinking here. I do think that thought is integral to our humanity. And... And I think that the reason it seems hard is because the only reason we think is because of our lack of 
kind of cohesion within nature and the world. Like our alienation from our own selves and from mm-hmm. everything around us is what compels us to think. Yeah, like if there was no, if there was nothing wrong. Yeah, or if there, if there was, was nothing that didn't make sense or nothing that was sort of like, hmm, that doesn't, well, I don't know about, I don't know if that, and even on a more basic level, if there was no um, separation between like what we say and what we mean or like yeah. the how language can never fully like yeah that's what i was going to i think language and thought are pretty inherently linked yeah just in terms of yeah maybe a, a bit of like a uh symbiotic is that that's a thing symbiotic yeah, relationship absolutely. i guess i don't really know what that's that means i guess but like well, they like work, to, work together but yeah, like we th- we have to think about everything so much because it can't because we can't just n- communicate it and know it directly as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. It's the mediation aspect. Yeah, yeah. It's always the mediation, which I think that's what drives thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that sense, I think that it just is unavoidable. Maybe it's unavoidable. But I also do think that outside from just the kind of like natural element of it, there does seem to be some sort of like practical uh, wheeling that could that could lead to. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. I, so, so you know, the movie industry, you know, big Hollywood mm. uh, wants to make transformer movies. Yeah. Because everybody wants to see even Stevens. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Pumping robots or whatever he's doing in those movies. I haven't really watched them. That's pretty close. Um, which, you know, offers no interesting idea to anyone. But the sells movie tickets for some reason, again... Not for me, but like I know people go to do it. People yeah. go to it and they do it. Yeah. Um, and typically anything that's uncomfortable or thoughtful with a few exceptions, like I think I think Parasite is a good example of yeah. a thoughtful movie that broke through. I still don't know like how many people actually saw it and actually liked it, well, but like yeah. it did win the award. Totally. Um but but our but our world is set up to um, discourage to discourage thought that goes against, I guess, the ideology of capitalist society. Yeah, I would say so. That's like a pretty big reason I think why maybe what we talk about on this podcast is not like dominant cultural knowledge it's not like fluttering around in everybody's brains right and it's sort of this like oh weird weird thing right um um so it makes so all that to say it makes sense why people don't you can't that uh, i just wonder like how do you arrive at a new thought you've got to like like it's you don't just like start from zero (laughs) <laughs> and are like, oh, I found capitalism is bad. Yeah, you like it's like this built. It's sort of this building block. 
process. Yeah. It seems. I don't really know anything about any of this, to be clear. But about, it seems about like about how thought about works. how thought works. <laughs> I know literally nothing about that. But you know, I'm gonna go ahead and just say yeah. that it seems like you you sort of like take in an idea yeah. and you can sort of like build on it and modify it. You can sort of like, oh, but I found this problem with it and now I, you know, think this, like what if it's this way? I think from what I know about philosophy, like that's why people who are philosophers have sort of read everybody yeah. and taken it all in and been like... Not even just philosophers, but like they read physics, they read yeah, chemistry, anybody, they yeah, read you, history, you, you're, English. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any like any like area of knowledge, yeah. you take it in and see what people have done and then take that and you're like, okay, but I have this idea, which is like building off of this thing, yeah. which is somehow going to move something forward. And you could raise the question like, do we need to move things forward? Like, is there a point to that? Hmm. Which I think is fair. But then also the other question is like, well, then what else do we, what else are we doing here? Yeah, 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 totally. Well, I think that forward has certain connotations of like towards but I think that forward can just be forward without it implying towards something. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe that is, I think a lot of people want to move forward towards something that they think they want or has predicted mm-hmm. or like a, like a kind of utopic end goal. Yeah. Which I think we've talked about not necessarily being maybe the best way to go about it but forward uh simply forward in the sense that it that equals novelty and something other than what is yeah might be might be cool i mean i i you know the example of like climate change yeah um if someone had some amazing imaginative utopic idea of a society that yeah. solved climate change right by doing something interesting yeah that could be cool that could motivate people yeah right now i personally feel like right now there is no imagination for a world without without devastating effects from climate change yeah totally like totally. there's just nothing out there so yeah. i feel like myself and i feel like most people sort of live our lives under the mindset of like, we're basically fucked because nobody who could do anything here wants to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There was that <laughs> when Facebook announced uh, Meta, Meta this week. I have thoughts about that. Yeah, maybe that's a whole nother app. Yeah. Um, there was a, did you see the meme that is like uh, Mark Facebook ta- talking to the camera and like the CGI. I mean, I saw a lot. I in. saw a lot of those. Yeah, he, and he's basically it. Basically, just is him saying, "For the rest of your life, everything is going to keep getting worse." Yeah, <laughs> and I feel. I feel like that's really how. That's why. That's why I. That's why it's not nice to think because you think for a second, and nowadays it's a pretty quick transition into for the rest of my life, everything's just going to keep getting worse. Mm -hmm. I do think though that you're exactly right. And maybe this is another argument pro a pro thought argument. Mm -hmm. We're really, we're, 
we are pro free thinkers. We're we pro want, free thinkers. We want mavericks. Yeah, we're explorers. mavericks. Explorers. Free, think for yourself. Think for yourself. Um, me, oh, I have a lot of thoughts about free, the free thought grifters that are that <laughs> are out there today. But in that, you we can't. Okay, pro thought argument. Here I am. I've arrived. You, we can't. If something can't even be conceived or imagined in thought, then it then it it's hard to get there in reality. Like that's yeah, an element absolutely. of why thought is necessary. Like yep. we can't achieve a future or a system that we can't even articulate. Yep. Um, and that happens through thought, mm-hmm. through imagination for the future, and through critical uh, our, our our boy Hegel the owl of Minerva like mm-hmm. you need both you need imagination you need sort of like forethought and you also need thought is also what allows you to synthesize things that are only knowable after they've mm-hmm. happened yeah um, and that is all I think that is where the link between thought and actual action and and and, and change and and material reality kind of meet. Yep. Agreed. Thank God. Thank God. I was really uh, scared of that. So you were saying, nope, I don't agree with you. <laughs> I don't agree with you. I don't know what time we're at, but all I was going to say about free thinkers like Joe Rogan and um, like Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris and all these kind of like intellectual mm-hmm. dark web say podcasters um they are are poo poo <laughs> no I, I mean i think okay i think that it's just very funny that like weirdly all of their free thought and trailblazing kind of seems to end up just basically being rebranded like conservative liberal yeah for sure that already yeah. exists. And, and yeah for sure um the reason they're free thinkers is because they say things in a way that you that that we don't say on the news because they're not pc or whatever for sure yeah and that's like like you could apply that same thing which i think we've talked about but i feel like you could apply that same thing to most of sort of like Christian ideology and practice yeah. of like, you've got this interesting language, you've got these interesting explanations for why things happen. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like the way that you're living is pretty much like just the same way that everyone else lives in like a meaningful sense of like, I exist to sort of like grow and expand and get wealthy and have like a good investment portfolio yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, and so a, so a lot of that, I mean, it's just interesting, like, what do you, and again, this, like, this, uh, for us, for us two boys, we would say, we, well, I don't want to speak for you, I don't know, I don't know what's going on in that speak for little me. noggin of yours, um, but for me, I'm like, oh, our sort of, like, capitalist society um, is something that is bad. And I tend to think of, um, 
I tend to I tend to see everything within that frame. He's pouring more wine. He's Just pouring like more through wine. through the lens of capitalism. Is He's bad. pouring more wine. Oh, sorry. I'll I'll wait to ask my question. Sorry. He's pouring more wine. Not we're not <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Uh, just FYI, you guys, this is not an ASMR podcast. So if you are like, you know, if you've been disappointed quote unquote, thus far, getting off to the sound of wine <laughs> pouring right now, stop, stop now. Now we are not an ASMR podcast. Um, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, <laughs> leave it in, leave it in, leave that one in. Um, Kind of the main way you look at things now is the, through the lens of capitalism bad. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And that's like the, and that's like, um, and that's how I see how myself and other people make decisions. Yeah. True. Oh, cheers to that, mate. <laughs> I don't know. He was holding his glass up. So I, cheers. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's, all that to say, like, I, it's just like a personal example of myself of like, okay, this is the, this is the way that I see things. And so this impacts what I think about things and also what I do like, Oh, maybe I'll make a podcast because, because I see this thing going on in the world and I'm like, ah, this is like frustrating. I don't want things to be like this. I feel like I'll do something. And like the only thing that ever, I know how to do and the only thing that you're supposed to do is make podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I'll make a podcast and then I'll monetize it. And, um, soon. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'll just be reabsorbed into like the whole system. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I think that so much of what I think of and see today is through, is, is, is through sort of a, uh, capitalism bad. Yeah. 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 Through that lens. But to me that just seems so true and right and different from viewing things through other lenses. Yeah. Same. I mean, I I think it's right. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it if I didn't think it was right. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's another thing about thought. We generally don't kind of like full full throttle think things that we don't think are real in some sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Does that make me better than anybody else? Does that mean that I have the right, like that I have the right worldview and everybody else has the wrong worldview? That seems like, no. that doesn't seem right to me. No, but I no, I think it is right. <laughs> it is? Well, I not okay. Well, I think it is too. Otherwise I wouldn't like in pra- in reality and practice I do think it is right. Like I think I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as an idea of like oh, you shouldn't this, feel superior. Oh, there's this one guy, there's this one guy or there's this like one group of people and they see the real true problem of yeah. the world and everybody else is blind and foolish. Totally. That, that doesn't seem right. I don't think that's a helpful way to think about it. But I do think that there's like knowable reality there is there are things you can you can know and so i think kind of the whole subjectivist thing that like everything like truth is what you make it not no no, horribly yeah yeah, definitely not 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 productive not helpful yeah 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 so you got to have something so there's got to be somebody out there saying like it's not cool like jeff bezos like having jeff bezos in the world not the specific person, but having a person with that much um, who is free and able to just continue turning that into more and that being an example of something we should all strive for 
is like not cool. True. There has to be someone to like propose that idea. Idea because there are plenty of people proposing the opposite idea of this is literally the American dream. Mm. Yeah, true. Definitely, definitely. If there's nobody doing the like, if there's nobody saying that there's something wrong with this, then what option do we have but to be like, oh, I guess like, I don't know. This is what I. That's I guess I should try to be like him because that's what I'm supposed to do because that's the only thing I know about. Totally, totally. And I'm wondering if there's if there's like a distinction to be made between like thought and and knowledge or like thought and knowing. Or being like, I, because what I'm thinking is like the fact that, okay, capitalism, I would say that maybe unconsciously as a collective whole country, and maybe this is incorrect, but I would, I get the sense that capitalism's abusive and harmful nature is a known reality on some level totally collectively yeah and and so i think there's a difference of knowing that and and having the conscious thought to articulate yeah the knowledge almost like yeah knowing it or versus knowing that you know it yeah totally you might totally you know it somewhere in there yeah but you are are you able to like pull it up into your brain cells. Totally. And when we and like here's how you know, okay. Here's how you know that people know it, which is very paradoxical: racism, uh, sexism, violence, crime. Like the fact that people do these things that we fault them for is probably in our in our in articulation of their unconscious knowledge that things are not working for them. Yeah. Or even of their like material reality of being on the exactly losing side. Exactly. Yeah. And so that on the one hand, yes, not ideal. Um, try not to be racist, please. But there's, but that could be a manifestation of this unacknowledged known existence yeah. that things are not working for you. Yeah. <sighs> totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, th- yeah. And uh, it's difficult to, it's difficult and not enjoyable sometimes to bring those things to the surface. Um, so I can see why we don't do that. Yeah, I think, and yeah, and I think that to bring it all the way back to Goliath, mm-hmm. why are you here? I think that is, okay, our uncomfortability and our inability to answer some of those questions, I think we view as a problem, which is why we don't go there. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I think that those unanswerable questions and our capacity to think of them to think of to think of a thought that has no resolution to it is actually maybe something that affirms our humanity to us like dogs don't think 
dogs don't wonder whether or not they're like being a dog in the right way. And like cats aren't like, what is it? Like, what does it mean to be a cat? Should my meow be lower pitched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's my meow coming off? That like, should I? They're not like walking past the mirror, being like, "God, my tail is." If I could just like fucking sagging to the cut floor. a few circumferal inches off my tail. Yeah, the length is great, but the girth is way too way too wide. Exactly, and so all of, in a weird way, all of the thoughts that we don't like, like anxiety. What is the right way to be? Like, am I, who am I? Like all that, all those things that are uncomfortable to think and that we don't want to think, our capacity to think them is inherent to our, like, being. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, what makes, it's what is the thing that, that we, it's like the, it's a privilege and a curse. Um, I was going to say too, like even with Goliath, you know, sitting on that stage, right? What's the question? Like what, what Goliath, why are you here? Why are you here? Um, you know, sort of the thought pops in your head, like the thought pops into his head. Um, like, Oh, why am I here? Uh, again, this is all stuff that we're kind of expecting the audience to intuit. Curtain closes, curtain opens. Everybody in the audience screams like, to, to, to add money to your Roth IRA. But then there's like... <laughs> but screaming then the, out the answers. They're screaming out the answer to like him. Yeah. He's on the stage. Then there's like one guy in the audience who's like, um, I don't know about that. What if it's different? And then the whole audience goes, huh? And turns. <laughs> huh? And then, you know, end scene. Curtain close. Yeah. Um, and that was that whole audience was actually up on the stage. You're in the real audience. You just <laughs> witnessed the audience uh-huh. witnessing Goliath. Exactly. Yeah. That's, it's an incredible work of art. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, but that's what, but you know, you hear that one little voice, you hear someone who's been like sitting in his room, like reading shit. And he's like, I don't know if the Roth IRA, like, yeah, I like the Roth IRA. Yeah. I put, money in the Roth IRA, but I don't know if that's yeah, like... I would, go, I would choose Roth as opposed to traditional IRA. <laughs> I would absolutely choose Roth IRA. Okay, it's not going to be taxed when you're talking about gold, okay? <laughs> I'm saving now. Um, uh, having said that, I don't know if that's the full thing. <laughs> yeah, I like I don't know guy. if that's everything we're supposed to do. There might be more different stuff to do with life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, I feel like we need that guy. You know? He's got to be in the mix. Right. Um, a voice in the wilderness, John the Baptist. Okay, are you tracking mm. with me? Yeah, I'm tracking with you. Are you tracking with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like I, I've made some kind of disparaging comments towards Christianity at the beginning of this episode, but Jesus Christ, thought leader. He's a huge thought leader. Thought leader. <laughs> I mean, he's coming around. I mean, a very charitable reading of the Bible, which I think is actually cool, is sort of, is this progression of yeah. like, duh, God's a fucking monster. He's like, but he's a monster on our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killing bad guys, but he's like giving us hugs and kisses, you know? Totally. And we have to kill animals and give it to him. And then Jesus like comes along. He's like, oh no, like the thing is like different. It works differently than that. And life and life is different. And life is more about like self-sacrifice right, or something like that. And that's the way that he's a thought leader and he's sort of like changing the conception 
um, of what the, it means to be alive, you know, that gets like very diluted and nobody, nobody really like believes it or, or does what he, what he, what, you know, he would do or something. Um, but you know, there, but there's, but that's a guy who like, who had some like cool new ideas. Yeah. Um, who with his ideas, like there is a lot of cool stuff that Christians have done. Self-sacrificial, yeah, like totally. generous, totally kindness, whatever. And honestly, a lot of the bad stuff that they've done, like doesn't like, it's like, well, he didn't, he didn't talk, he didn't talk about like missionary training camps or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. saving people. Right. Um, all that to say, like we need our thought leaders, you know? Yeah. We need and if they just, and if my thought leader just happens to be a man named Jesus Christ, call me crazy. <laughs> call me crazy, but I'm gonna follow him. I could see like a I could see like I could see some kind of like I'm, I'm trying to imagine what the like maybe it's like sort of a like upper middle class suburban church that has like a four week like thought leaders. Mm. Like a series. Sermon series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And hashtag, to, they're trying to be kind of like hip and they're like... Yeah, hashtag, hashtag thought, leaders. thought leaders. And it's yeah. like sort of set up in the style of like TED Talks. Yeah, but it's Jesus Paul. But it's like Jesus Paul. Um, <laughs> Who's, well, those are the main two. Yeah, those are like sort of the only two. <laughs> Maybe they just throw the Gospels Jesus, in there. Yeah, Matthew Mark. Yeah, she's the two best ones. Like, yeah. isn't there some of them that like sort of suck? Like the last one is like weird. Yeah, and... people don't like Luke. Yeah, people don't like John because it's a little too woo woo. Yeah, it's a little too woo woo. I feel like Matthew. That's a classic. That's one of the first ones. Yeah, people love Matthew. Um, Whoever was the task tax collector, mm-hmm. people love that. People love that, and even tax collectors can become Christians now. <laughs> True. I I think it's very funny that like that was used so often as sort of something that like they thought was going to be such like a huge mic drop. Like yeah. When you're like seven, Absolutely. you're like seven years old and they're like even tax collectors. <laughs> and you're just like, word love. But, and you're what's like, taxes? What's a tax collector? What's a tax collector? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Where's the GameCube station? Like, oh yeah, no, we have the GameCube station. That's right <laughs> over here. <laughs> Game stu- Well, okay. Game. GameCube station is when you're in middle school group. <laughs> That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. Flannel board. Yeah, what's the flannel board? What's the flannel board? Is this a tax collector? <laughs> this is the same kid, by the way, that went to heaven and discovered the nerf. <laughs> that could go yeah, all the way around. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we've got sort of one, like, Christian kid character. Yeah, that's our main kid. <laughs> it might only be just, yeah, our main kid character, period. Yeah. Um, I think all this to say, like, what's our takeaway here? Yeah, what's our takeaway? What's the point of thought? What's the point? <laughs> a simple question. Okay, the, here, I think here's some takeaways. Like, we're all thinking all the time. Like, yep. pers- you're perceiving the world is like your brain receiving signals and like making some sense out of us. So we're all trying to make sense out yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah. And even like the dummiest dummy in the world, there's just the crummiest, dummiest dummy is out there he's trying to make sense of it too you know and an intellectual True. genius like yourself or like me like obviously we're on like a totally different plane <laughs> uh no don't think that's true but um we're all trying to make sense of it but we have sort of like different like 
access to ideas and information. Yeah. Um, and we're provided the way that you're raised, your like religion, your upbringing, whatever your life experience will provide you different, um, different information based on that information. You'll probably make different decisions and see things differently. Um, and regardless of what, the right way to think is, and there's probably not a right way to think specifically, um, even though we think we know what it is, but like for, there's probably not like a specific right way to think, but regardless of that, like the way that you think about things will influence how you live your life and what you do. So like it can be cool maybe to recognize that. And for me, I think as a general rule to be like, okay, this does like matter. Like how I think about things, matters totally so thinking about what i'm thinking about that's like an interesting thing to work on and i probably won't like get i probably won't like get the right answer right but like it's sort of fun to work on but you know then devil's advocate again to what i just said is like that is also sort of a privileged position um uh, which is which sucks yeah but you're but it's the position you're in it's a position i'm in but it's also like sort of like okay but i'm in this privileged position um, because the reason this position is privileged is because our like culture at large does not allow these ideas sure. to be spread to normies. Like this is anything, anything counter cultural, anti capitalist, yeah, whatever. It's like not going to make the cut. Which for the most we part. are, we're counter we're counter cultural anti capitalists. Welcome to Experts International. Um, no, I think you're right. Yeah, so 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 then you know maybe if you're some people like us, you're like, okay, well, what's how can we like what if we think that what we think is right, and if we think that what we think is not being <laughs> given a lot of airtime, screen right. time, right, 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 then we're like, okay, maybe we should like talk about it and start a podcast. Yeah, totally, totally. I think you're right. And my main takeaways would be, yeah, maybe there's no right way of thinking, but there are definitely way better and way worse ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm not really as, I don't really care about the mechanisms through which we are able to think. Like, I don't care about, I don't care about like, you know, which synapses are firing that allow us to think thoughts. I'm more interested in how we experience thought happening and how we encounter things that we think about. And I think that for me, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which is it you're 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 constantly thinking. Thinking is just part of being. And so it seems like maybe where the work comes into play, is is putting in the effort to realize what you actually think. I think there's a lot of things that we know without knowing we know or that we think without thinking that we think, if that is not too confusing. Mm-hmm. But I think that like there's a lot of meaning and growth to be found in trying to become aware of thought that, just is kind of there existing non-critically. Like, for, that's what I do a lot of the time is like, I maybe just, I mean, we're constantly bombarded with media and 
news and thought and knowledge. And so it's like, what are the thoughts that are actually even in there influencing me currently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm not aware of. Totally. And then the like, maybe the an ideal or an interesting response, if you're someone who has like the free brain space and interest and curiosity right. to go down that rabbit hole for some reason, because you yeah. like are cool with just like being sad all the time. <laughs> maybe you are like, okay, and then so what can I do to like, I don't know, make this accessible to someone else or like change culture in some way yeah, or make this so it's not like a, it's not like, and I think in people, people do this. I mean, this is like a lot of art is like, is like essentially like academic ideas turned into like a story yeah, or a song yeah, or totally. something that's like, like I, I would say like actual art, but maybe like good art or someone, some people would probably say like pretentious art or something. Sure. Um, is like those ideas like distilled into like a, something that you can understand and that's like interesting yeah, and fun to watch. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's like if you, I mean, that's what should be, that's what free thinking should be. Yeah. Not thinking, not like, kind of a brand and grift called free thinking, mm-hmm. but it should be thought that's free for everyone to access. Absolutely. And all, one huge caveat, final statement, this is all after work. Make sure you do you focus on your work for the day, get your job done. Once you're done with your work, then you can think about all this kind of stuff. Because you're this, I we don't want this to distract you. We don't want you to be stealing time company from your company. Time, company time and company resources. This is after. This is an after work, work activity. This is an adult nighttime activity. After work, before bed. Put the kids to bed. Put, put the kids to bed. Put on your PJ. Put on your PJs. Put on your thinking cap. Don't wear it for too long. Don't wear it for too long. It'll deform your 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 soft little brain up there. Don't wear it for too long. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. Adult, even adult skulls aren't fully hardened until They're not about age sixty five. Absolutely. Yeah, you want a tight enough cap. What your thinking cap is um, tight on purpose to get your brain cells to connect to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how it really usually works for us. Um, yeah. That was my, that was my Get your, just honestly, like I I would say like at the end of the day, like don't worry about this stuff. Like just try to get your job done. Yeah. Worry. Yes. Fully, Can we just say like fully cosine? Don't any of this stuff is like not really worth digging into. I would say like eight hours at the office, do your job, do your job, like crunch perform, the numbers. crunch the numbers. Like I would honestly use that bonus time at night maybe to like reshare a, a post that your boss shared on LinkedIn mm-hmm. with your, with just captions that's like, so proud to be working at this company exclamation oh, for point sh- for sure. Um, uh, uh, join this team of like, of, uh, knowledge experts. Yeah. Exclamation point with like a link to the, to, so for people can apply yeah, to your totally, company. Totally. Um, I would use the time for that instead of, any of this stuff. Totally. Don't listen to this. There's actually a really great seminar that I saw on LinkedIn the other day that's called How to Connect with Customers' Stories. And that 
honestly had a lot of really great takeaways. Absolutely. So yeah, again, please don't listen to this episode. <laughs> you know, so as soon as you hear this, like hopefully this, hopefully you're like, you sort of read like the Japanese from backwards to frontwards. Yeah. Um, and you heard this first. Uh, and then you could stop this episode and go watch that video. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Great. Thank you.